Welcome back, Cold Stove Podcast. I'm live from Austin, Texas. NRD's live from Parts Unknown. We're talking hockey today, NRD. A tight episode for your Friday afternoon before the games tonight. All-Star break is over. Trade season heating up. Trade deadline less than a month away. Man, I'm excited. How are you doing today? I'm excited, too. It was a couple of big trades, right, in the past couple of weeks. Two guys that we thought may be closer to March, but, you know, the irons are hot, so you strike when you can. And the Rangers and the Islanders in the Metro division have two studs in the lineup You're, now. Uh, of course, talking about the uh, Jacob Magna and San Jose receiving a conditional fourth round pick, correct? Big one. That's the big one. Uh, no, we'll, we'll hop right in. NRD, Vladimir Tarasenko is a New York Ranger. But days, weeks, not even a week after uh, Bo Horvat becomes a New York Islander. Metro heating up. I'd say that's fair to say. Yeah, uh, very what, fair to say. What do you just let, take me through the Tarasenko trade? How that broke in the uh, in the NRD cave? Yeah, so I mean Frank Sarvali, I believe it was Sarvali was the first on it. But shout outs to uh, friend Avery Zaretsky, who yeah, might have been some, onto something. Some, he, had, he had some uh, juice for sure, right? About a half an hour before the uh, Frank breaking the trade, Avery tweeted yeah, out a gif. A... Long t- big Ranger fan, dire Ranger fan, Avery Zaretsky. Tweeted out a gif of Vlad Tarasenko, so I think he might have known something uh, there. So shouts to him. But yeah, I mean, we talked about it last week in the Cold Stove Pod, and I and I put the clip out there. You know, did I think that the deal was going to get done as quickly as it did? No, but you know, we talked about everybody on the Patrick Kane Artemi Panarin connection, and not enough people talking about the Tarasenko Panarin connection. And Tarasenko wanted to be in New York. Patrick Kane clearly there's concern over the hip. And the surgery that he might need, friend of the show, Emily Kaplan, mentioned that, you know, the Rangers were scared off by the hip. And, uh, yeah, they pivot to Vladimir Tarasenko. He's the top six. He's the first line scoring winger that they've been looking for for quite some time now. I think, really, you go back to Rick Nash was the last time the Rangers really attempted to bring in a top six scorer on the wing. And uh, Rick Nash didn't end up being that guy that they hoped he would. Still good, but not the guy. Hopefully, Tarasenko becomes that guy. They get the deal done. I think for the Rangers now, you're looking at depth moves. They do have a little bit of space left because St. Louis was able to retain 50% on that contract. Could feasibly they go out and get a Patrick Kane? Like, theoretically with the money? Yes, they can, but I don't think they're going to do that. I think this was their move. I think they're going to shore up that fourth line, shore up the blue line if they can, which they kind of did in that deal with Nico Mikola going to, to New York as well. And yeah, I, I think it's a good deal for the New York Rangers. I think time will tell on the St. Louis Blues return on this trade. Yeah, and and I saw people kind of questioning the return on it. I think I just very simply, Tarasenko has a lot of leverage in this deal. Correct. I mean, you're not going to get a Jack Eichel return for Vladimir Tarasenko based on where he is in his contract and based on uh, the cards he held with his no movement clause. Correct? And you know, listen, he's a great player, but based on the fact he's only got 29 points this year, you know, it's he, true. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not exactly just, lighting it up. He's not lighting it up. Now, a lot of people are, will tell you that's contributed to the fact that St. Louis has kind of been mediocre this year. They've just been meddling there in the middle ground. Um, so maybe he comes to New York a little bit more rejuvenated, gets to play with Artemi Panarin, gets to play with Mika Zibanejad, and maybe he lights it up. But, you know, in terms of the fact that he was able to kind of hold Doug Armstrong a little hostage with his trade, you know, no trade clause. And the fact that he wasn't performing that great equals the return that St. Louis got. Now, Sammy Blay is a good guy for that team. They probably didn't really, yeah, I mean, that probably, you could tell they didn't want to give him up for the Buchnevich trade to begin with. So they get him back here. They get a first, they get a third, they get a prospect in Hunter Skinner. So 
they did as well as they could considering the situation. But I think overall, you look at that package, you go, that's a little underwhelming for a guy with the caliber of what we've seen Vladimir Tarasenko do in the NHL. Yeah, if, if you're taking Vlad Tarasenko at at peak, Vlad Tarasenko, say he's got you know time left on his contract, it, it's it's a different story, right? But but this is a U a pending UFA with a no move or no trade clause. Excuse me, you know. It, there's there's a lot here like that's why they had to eat some salary on it too so there's a lot going on that you can't get three first round picks and i think ranger fans are are knowledgeable enough hockey fans to understand that um excuse me blues 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 fans fans, yeah yeah yeah. um so i I, you know you get a first and you get sammy blay as far as i'm concerned that's better than what you you normally get so you got to say okay we're we're okay with that I think you really, you really have to say, okay, we're we're okay with that sort of return on it. Now, with the Rangers moving forward, is that all of a sudden the best line in hockey, or at least the best scoring line in hockey? On paper, I think it still remains to be seen what happens on ice. But on paper, I'd argue Panarin, Zibanejad, and Tarasenko on the same line. It's powerful. The talent's there. The talent's there. Absolutely. Um, speaking of talent and, and people moving to New York, maybe Vlad Tarasenko has to update his wardrobe a little bit, NRD. You know where he can do that? Our friends over at Roan. R-H-O-N-E. Roan has become my favorite dress shirt. You're rocking with some Roan stuff over there, aren't you? I am. I'll tell you right now, I'm wearing the pants right now. Oh, look at, look at you. Look at you. If we I'm not going to stand up because <laughs> it can't show off the people's package, but uh, I am wearing the, the Roan pants right now. The blue computer there you go. pant, and I love them. Men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection, like NRD just mentioned, is the most comfortable, the most breathable, and the most flexible set of products known to man, and here is why. Roan helps you get ready for any occasion. Commuter collection offers the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, and polos. You never have to worry about what to wear when you have the Roan commuter collection, and you can feel confident, too, without the hassle. Roan's wrinkle release technology has makes it so wrinkles uh, disappear as you stretch and wear the products it's that easy plus they have gold fusion anti-odor technology so you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long and on top of that Roan is 100% machine washable so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether it is it's the material the material is like it's kind of a dry fit uh, like a dry fit polo material but sometimes with a dress shirt those get wrinkly and those don't really like the idea is there in theory, but Roan for however they've done it has perfected it. Not wrinkly, throw it in the washer, hang it up to dry and you're good to go. It is by far my favorite dress shirt. And I'm very much looking forward to putting it to the test in Austin, Texas when it's about 111 degrees for half the year. I mean, if it, if it holds serve to what it's done for me now, I don't doubt that it's breathable and uh, you'll enjoy it. Versatile. I mean, you take it from the uh, from the golf course to work to the. Not that you're wearing a button down on the golf course per se. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Big shouts to Phil. You could in Roan is all I'm saying. So the commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. It is a great happy hour shirt. Let me add that. If you're going to happy hour from the office, throw on a Roan. R H O N E. Head to Roan.com/stove and use promo code Stove. To save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash stove and use code stove. It's time to find your corner 
office comfort. NRD, this trade means what for Patrick Kane and the Blackhawks in general? Uh, then again, what does it mean for like a guy like Ryan O'Reilly? It means Ryan O'Reilly is going to be traded. It means St. Definitely. Louis is going to do what we we had spoken about for weeks now, and that's kind of blow it up. Uh, you know, the, the, it's been a good run uh, with the guys that they had there, but it's time to change. If not, not necessarily rebuild, but retool. Uh, it's cha- it's definitely time to retool there in, in St. Louis, and Ryan O'Reilly is going to be a part of that. So is even uh, Ivan Barbashev, maybe a Robert Bortuzzo as well on his way out there. Um, but for Patrick Kane, it means that there's probably the top suitor is off the board. The, the top destination for you and, and a destination that he said today, I, I saw a quote that he really wanted to go to New York. I, he didn't say it that way. He said, you know, he was disappointed to see that, you know, the New York Rangers went in a different direction, but should tell you all you need to know where Patrick Kane wanted to end up. I think for him now, it's, it's a tough decision. Cause if you were locked into going to play for the New York Rangers, do you go to a Dallas stars team? that will want your services, right? And they, Chicago can retain 50% of that contract and Dallas Dallas will take them. But do you make that move to Dallas? Do you go to a Colorado? Do you go to a Vegas who's going to be calling now with LTIR cap space? Or do you say, well, my hip's not in the best spot. Do I get the surgery now, shut it down, sign a year contract in Chicago or hit the market as a free agent and, and push this decision down the line? I, I, I still think it really remains to be seen. I think... Now, as someone who I got, I got a tweet the other day from somebody asking me, "Hey, NRD, if you could bet Kane or Tarasenko to the Rangers, who would you bet?" I, I said Tarasenko last week, so I think the writing was on the wall that the Rangers are going to go in a different direction. But even so, the fact that now it's official that they did, I think you have to reset the Kane situation a little bit. How about this, NRD? We put on my tin hat, tin foil cap for a second here. Blackhawks put Kane on LTIR, trade him to the New York Rangers, comes back for the playoffs. Dang, we're going to see a player in Gustav Nyquist get traded off of LTIR. So mm-hmm. it's not that far-fetched. Tampa Bay, all over again. Why not? And, and not even like, I, I know the NHL, you have to like pr- prove that you're getting work done on your hip or whatever, but you can put them on LTIR and just rehab them until the playoffs. Yep. And, you know, just, hey, we need you for, for 20 games. Do you have 20 games in that hip before you go get it done in the offseason? Yes, no, if you do. Yeah, I, listen, I, I agree with you. I think the only the only issue with Patrick Kane going to New York is I think he would have been very comfortable with signing in New York as a free agent this offseason. I think the Tarasenko deal is not a rental. You you bring in Vladimir Tarasenko to re-sign him. I don't think that mm-hmm. he's going to get top dollar in New York, so that may come into play. But if he takes a quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now for those because we don't have a video of this, if he takes a hometown discount with the Rangers, I think Tarasenko ends up resigning in New York. I don't think you make that deal um, for a pure rental, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think he's probably, he's going to end up very comfortable there. Uh, I know the, the Russians enjoy New York. And so yeah, I think that's, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, and Drury's thinking long-term with that situation there. And, you know, like you, you mentioned the window for the Rangers is, is now. Like we're not looking at four years down the road even though if, if you do re-sign Tarasenko, that's what it's for. I don't even but, really think you're looking at... the window's at, here. Yeah, I don't even think you're looking at four years. I think you're looking at, you know, two years down the road. I don't even think you're looking at two years because Philip Hedl, Alexei Lafreniere, Keandre Miller, all guys who are contracts are up at the end of this season. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. A lot of money, right? Maybe not so much in Lafreniere's case. 
for for he'll get a bridge, right? He'll get a bridge deal. I think if he'll continues playing like he is right now, I think that's a Dylan Cousins seven by seven. I really do. So if he'll if he'll gets the big money and Kondre Miller's not played, you know, you have to pay him based on the way he's played right now. There's a lot of money's going to be tied up. Who's going to be the fall guy? Because there's going to be one. Is it Lafreniere? Is it Kako? Is it you know, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think they give those guys up for a Patrick Kane in a pure rental situation is kind of where I'm leading this this card. Better better equipped right now after they've made their trades. Islanders or Rangers? Which which move is better for the team? You know, Bo Horvat's producing more this year. I think Bo Horvat is a better player this season. I think maybe, and it remains to be seen what happens with Tarasenko and in New York, maybe he's rejuvenated, but I think Bo Horvat's the better player today. But I think if you're, you know, you'd much rather be the Rangers. Rangers are in the Catbird seed, right? They're in the playoffs. The Islanders are chasing a spot. The Rangers are will in be, a spot. And will be chasing the, uh, the Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres, Sabres who, who I want to touch on just quickly. I got a couple housekeeping things with the Sabres. Um, one, the Kim Pagula article that uh, Jessica Pagula unbelievable tennis player wrote, I believe it was last week. Check it out if you have not. It kind of goes into basically what happened with mm-hmm. Kim Pagula. And she suffered cardiac arrest. She survived, is now sort of going through what her the, the next part of her life looks like. Because we don't really know yet how, how cognitively and how 100% she's going to be. Um, that's news that has been kind of bubbling for months. You know, people, I had heard stroke. I had heard cancer i had heard all different kinds of things and just never enough to like hey i'm gonna talk about it on cold silver tweet about it plus it's just it the family wants it private anyway mm-hmm. you could tell from day one so it's like no there's no no brownie pointer to come from breaking the news on what is ailing kim Bagula. Correct. um so left that alone for a long time and but but the article that jessica Bagula wrote is really really touching based on how she you know her her sister basically saved her mom's life, mm-hmm. you know, providing CPR. So quick PSA, go get CPR certified. Just, just do it. We've seen too many cases in the last couple months, years where it's like, Hey, just good to have totally good to have. Anyway. Um, the thing, other thing on the Sabres, a little bit of smoke, uh, Chad D. Dominicis mentioned this unexpected Buffalo that, uh, Chikrin, like Chikrin smoke is, is smoky smoke. Yeah. That's not just like a good idea anymore. And and I agree with him in sort of mentioning that, like, do you trade for him to be the third best left shot defenseman on your team? And he mentioned that you probably don't re-sign him if you trade for him, which just feels weird for a defenseman of Chikrin's caliber and age. And so I think the more you look at the Sabres and you look at what Kevin Adams, their GM said in this past con- like press conferences. I- I'm kind of getting the vibe that we're going to stay put their goal. They're carrying three goaltenders. They're not going to trade for a goalie. They need bottom six. They need like kind of a dynamic guy in there. Cause it's right now it's Tyson Joe centering Casey Middlestad, Victor Olison and Peyton Krebs centering Zemgis Gergensen's and Kyla Poso. So it's, it's better than it has been, mm-hmm. but it's not championship hockey. Like ideally, JJ Paterka or Jack Quinn 
are on your third line this year is their, their rookie years in the NHL, and they're both on the second line centered by Dylan Cousins, which we've seen be successful, but it's it's not necessarily ideal. But it sort of is ideal if you're not you're like the expectations this year are not to win the Stanley Cup. They're to be competitive, improve, grow, develop, all of those things. If we're in a playoff race like we are, cherry on top, right? So there's not a ton of you know, advantages, I guess, if you're trying to bring in like a, a cane, you know, a rental expense. That was going to be my question to you. You know, as the Buffalo, like, you know, the expectations aren't to win a Stanley Cup. You know, there's guys on the market, right? Like, do you go Brock Besser, mm-hmm. who maybe provides you a little bit more longevity in terms of his youthfulness and all that, but it's going to cost a little bit more to do that with the intention that you're going to bring him in long term? Or do you go maybe less of cost, but a Patrick Kane, a full blown rental? But it's only for this year. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely on the Besser front. You you want a guy that you can re-sign or or has term already, right? Because the, what the Sabers are working with at this point is a basically a stacked prospect pipeline. Still, I know they you know Isaac Rosean, Noah Osland, Matt Savoy. Like you have guys that aren't even close to here yet. Mm-hmm. You have your Ryan Johnsons, who's not going to have a spot. Eric Portillo, goaltender's not going to have a spot. Devin Levi, like. You have all this, like, the chessboard is set for the Sabres, not to mention three second-round picks this year and a first. So, like, you're in, I I think, call it peak asset mode right now. Mm -hmm. Like, if you were to power rank who has the most trade assets in the NHL, it's probably the Sabres, Mm -hmm. right, as of of today. And so it's going to come time for a move. Uh, the, The general feeling in Buffalo right now is that the move is going to happen in the summer, kind of around the draft, off-season move. How are we going to stack these three lines? How are we going to stack this defensive core? And what's the goaltender situation? It's sort of what we've heard is that it's going to be Eric Comrie and Uka Pekalukkanen moving forward next year. Devin Levi is going to come back from Northeastern, play in Rochester for a full season, and then we'll go from there on the goaltending front. Yeah. Kyle Oposo, it sounds... As of today, if I were to bet money, is going to re-sign with the Sabres at a much lower cap hit. But just kind of like instead of retire, instead of go to another team and chase a cat or a cup, he wants to be with this group. I have no problem slotting in Kyle Oposo for another year at a very manageable cap hit. I think he'll take the discount. He's gotten a lot of money the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. He'll take the discount to stay there and just be a leader, I think, is kind of where the vibe is on that. But then it's kind of what do you do? Like you need... I think you need one more guy. And whether I that's agree. Brock Besser, whether that's a, a Timo Meyer has been thrown around, obviously. And I'm talking in the top nine. And, you know, if you talk to Andrew Peters and Craig Reve, you want a guy with some jam, maybe a Miles Wood kind of player who is not going to light up the scoreboard, but he's going to provide some, some grit, some jam, some Tanner speed. Genoa. Tanner Janot would be an awesome, awesome one. I don't know what his price would be, but that would be a great one. I mean, he's available. So, well, come and get him. Make that call yesterday. If I'm the Sabres, the other, and then I kind of yell it in the room. What I want to get to is the defensive core. So you have Raz Dahlin, you have Rasmus Dahlin, Raz, they call him Raz on the, on the bench. So I'm just like Raz Dahlin. Anyway, Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power, Matthias Samuelson. Your left shot defensemen are set for a decade, if you want them to be, right? And then it's it's the right shot defenseman, the right side of your blue line, where, and I think 
90% of the teams in this league, you don't have a full three guys. Labushkin, Yuki Haru, and Bryson right now are kind <laughs> of the Sabres options there. And that's not like that's that's not a cup. It's not as deep as the left side. So if I'm making a move at the trade deadline from the Sabres, it's going to be for a defenseman. If I'm making a move for Brock Besser, it's probably in the offseason when you could kind of manage the roster a little bit better because the chemistry right now is like I can't remember the last time they had lines the same for this long in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Chemistry set, and you're going to trade for a defenseman. If anything, a Klingberg would would end up making sense, see that happening. Um, if they are going to do Chikrin and not resign him, he's going to have to play the right side. Well, Chikrin's on Red. a contract for two more seasons after this. Oh, well, there you go. So you keep him for the the, only, those two. I think the caveat with Chikrin, just really quick, his no trade clauses kicks in after this season. So, so that's if, where, if he so, doesn't want to be here, if you're not ready to compete and he's not happy for whatever reason, which, mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm a GM, screw him. If he's not happy, I trade it for him. But if he's not, you, you are now limited with him. You can't yeah. flip Chikrin if things don't work out there. He's had a manageable hit yeah. at 4.6, but you're locked in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, we'll see. I mean, that... It makes sense if you, you know, if you're happy to move Rasmus Dahlin to the right side, which he is comfortable playing. It's just, it's one of those things you got to be really delicate here. And they talked about sustainable success, sustainable winning in Buffalo. They're not trying just for this year. They're not win now mode. They are in build this thing to be good for five, six, seven years. So that's what I'll say on the Buffalo Sabres. Excited uh, that they get back to playing tomorrow. It's been like 11 days, 10 days since they've played a game. And... You see them, you see the drop in the standings, but their points percentage, they'd be in the playoffs right now. So it's kind of one of those things that just annoying to, to wait so long. They're like, they have five games in hand on the Islanders, five, three games in hand on the Capitals, four on Florida. And so we'll see. Exciting second half of the season coming for the Buffalo Sabres. Also excited that they locked up Dylan Cousins. First line center, second line center, under contract for $14 million total. For the next seven years. That's just good GM work. Now, if I'm Dylan Cousins and Tage Thompson for that matter, probably want a little more money than that. But you know what? They'll get another contract at, at the end of those seven. So that being said, we just mentioned contracts on our D. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Money, money, money. Big time. The sound of green every now and then, right? Well, check out our friends over at Shopify. So Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide, whether you're selling uh, jerseys, whether you're selling sticks, whether you're selling skates, reselling, making them, you name it. Maybe maybe you're selling back, backyard rinks. Maybe you're handy like that. Shopify can help you out because they simplify selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. They cover every sales channel from in-person POS to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. And thanks to 24-7 help and extensive business course library, uh, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. NRD, you're familiar with Washed Media, correct? Very familiar. Good friends over at Washed Media. Good friends over here. Uh, we sell merch on Shopify, built on Shopify. Our website, shouts to washmedia.shop. Go check it out. Hats, shirts, hoodies, you name it. 
uh, we sell on their platform. Couldn't be easier. And one of my favorite tools, like I mentioned every time, is the little real-time globe tool where Watch you can it. see where every you time can see where your little in. where where your little if you if you go to uh, washmedia.shop, we can see your little ping, whatever state you're in. Kind of cool, kind of fun. So it's your turn, NRD, or anybody out there listening to get serious about your business and try selling on Shopify today. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash stove, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash stove to take your business to the next level today. Again, shopify.com slash stove. Uh, NRD, question for you. Yep, answer for you. Why, why do you hate the Maple Leafs? I have no issues with the Toronto. Let me tell you, the Toronto ah, Maple Leafs. Twitter can't. says otherwise. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut a promo on the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Toronto Maple yours. Leafs fan base, they're a disaster. I hope they oh, get this shit together. Goodness gracious. They're you know, I'm sure there's some good people. I'm sure there's good people there. But uh the vast majority of them suck. Uh, you know, and it's sad, right? Because I, I always I had long thought, and I'm not leaving Twitter, I'm not going anywhere. I had long thought Twitter was the forum for Public discussion. I can put out an idea, a thought, some news, a rumor, whatever, perhaps, and have positive discourse on that. Unfortunately for the Maple Leafs fans, they just can't. Um, I don't know if I don't know if they teach uh, like tolerance in grade four there up there, but maybe that class was skipped by ninety five percent of them in Toronto because all that happened was Mike Rupp, shouts to Rupper, tweeted out that you know. Good farewell tour to have the All-Star game in Toronto next year for Austin Matthews. That'll be the farewell tour for Matthews. And I simply said, I could see it. You know, if, if they don't get out of the first round this year again, which I think they will. Let me just preface by saying I think they will. If they don't get out of the first round again this year, Kyle Dubas, because I'll call him Dubas for that, <laughs> is out. And Austin Matthews loves Kyle. And Austin Matthews might be finding himself a free agent next year on a new club. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's a rumor or anything like that. I could just see a world where that takes place and he ends up back in the United States playing for a bigger market team. And that was not perceived well by the Toronto Maple Leafs fan base, which, all right, support your guys, support your team. But the the, the personal attacks and the name calling, just disgusting. And, you know, I don't even want, if you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan and, and you subscribe to that sort of rhetoric, don't follow. Don't don't even. Don't even. Because we just can't have that here, right? It's a positive forum. We do the Cold Stove Pod for the love of the fans and the Maple Leafs fans too. But it's it's just sad when when a Pacific when a Pacific Division fourth liner sneezes or takes a shit, and the Maple Leafs fans want to know how it affects them. They they think the world revolves around them, and it's sad to see. Wow. Wow. Shouts to uh, shouts to my boy Shaq, who's going to hear that and just be. Sorry, Shaq, for the beatdown NRD just put on you guys. You know what? It's fun to have the, the Maple Leafs fans uh, in the mentions, in the mix. But, man, they, they're passionate. you got to be careful with those guys. And I can never fault passion, right? But but, And I have no problem with them coming after me for a take like that. That's fine. But what, what really threw me off, I'm going to be honest with you, not the name calling. I've heard it for years, right? I think mm-hmm. we all got thicker skin than that. This is the internet. Um, shouts to... A very famous tweet that went viral 10 years ago where it was like, don't believe in cyberbullying, just close your eyes. Don't just close your laptop. Yeah. Um, I can get over that. I think what bothered me is, bothers me the most is this insinuation that I tweeted that to use the Leafs fan base to drive engagement and clicks. 
I really don't need the Leafs fan base. Like, yeah. I, I don't think anybody out there uses the Leafs fan base to drive clicks and engagement. The Leafs fan base is just a very passionate fan base. Great for them. They want to be involved in everything. Like I said, Pacific Division, how does this affect the Leafs? This guy goes on waivers. Well, how does this affect the Leafs? What are the Leafs doing here? They are passionate to a fault. They care about their team, which is a great thing. I don't think anybody uses the Leafs for clicks. I think they do it to themselves. I do. I, yeah. And that's the thing with it. Like when you know, um, when you know that anything you say, and like what I, I guess what I mean by this, like anything you say, period, is going to get some interaction with Leafs fans, Flyers fans, Bruins, Rangers. You know, they're, they're just online, which mm-hmm. is a good thing for the hockey. Is And that's kind of my point is that you need fan bases like that. Absolutely. To react and sort of be incendiary, you you know you don't want any like derogatory stuff like name whatever name calling is name calling. Is thick but I can get that. over that. You I want can to, really the name yeah. calling doesn't bother me. Right. It's this insinuation that I'm using the Leafs for clicks, right? Which is crazy, crazy. If, if you want a clicks, you would tweet at Columbus fans all the time. I mean, they suck too. But oh come on, that I was just giving you a layup there. I'm sorry to that one that guy that listens from Columbus. Tough year for you guys. <laughs> Tough year. Hopefully, you get a good return for Nyquist when he uh, when he gets traded. I hope all um, one of you, uh, one of you, get through this <laughs> tough season. Columbus is a cool city, man. I I really enjoyed my time at Columbus. Very cool uh, downtown area. Don't don't knock it till you try it. Uh, NRD. I'm gonna say some names. I guess I want like a little one line primer on their trade deadline. Um, Maybe it's a spot, maybe it's a destination, maybe it's a division. Mm-hmm. You can even go conference, so you have a 50-50 coin flip. But do, you don't necessarily have to, or you can pass, right? There's a little smasher pass, a little smasher pass for NRD, trade deadline edition. Just either a little one-liner or a, a team division. Where do you, like, I'm going to toss the tea leaves in the air, and NRD is going to play some Fruit Ninja. Here we go. Timo Meyer. New Jersey or Carolina. Patrick Kane. Chicago. Jake Chikrin. Los Angeles. Ryan O'Reilly. Carolina. Ooh. That would just that would be so devastating because they would want a cup with him. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taves. Everybody's saying the Winnipeg Jets. I I, I would Ooh, like to pass. I would like to okay. pass, but it's a hometown team. They have interest. That you know. yeah, the hometown you know the hometown idea, I usually negate it a little bit, but that's that that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, I pass pass because I want to say a team and I just don't want it to Ooh. be taken out of context. Oh, okay, okay, more of like totally a makes fine. sense. Can I go back to this? Makes makes sense. Purely for... makes sense for the Boston Bruins. Oh, okay. Something tells me that fan base would love Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe maybe I'm being clouded by that. Uh Brock Besser. Uh passing on that one. I think there's a lot of a lot of smoke, but not any seeable fire right now. I was gonna say, if if you're not interested in Brock Besser, like it's thirty one teams, right? It's it's one of those things that who doesn't want Brock Besser? He'll end up somewhere. Uh JVR. Calgary. Ooh, I like that one. John Klingberg. I think he stays in Anaheim. Shane Gostisbehere, the ghost bear. 
I think he stays in Arizona. And finally, Luke Shen. He's hurt right now. I would say Boston if he wasn't. That's fair. Can I give That's you one fair. more? Sure. Kevin Hayes. We're at. Somewhere. Dorchester kid. Just saying. Oh, dear. Dorchester kid. Dorchester kid. Maybe he and Marty Walsh can hang out. Fucking Marty, dude. Uh, NRD, we got to wrap this up because you've got a meeting to get to. But before we do, sending best wishes to Rasmus Anderson, Calgary Flames uh, player, was hit by a car while riding a scooter. NRD, yeah. are you a big scooter fan? I am very anti anything that could be looked at as like an extreme sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and scooter is one of them for me. I do ski, but that's that's about it. That's fine. Man, you're getting you're giving just giving away clues, NRD. Uh, oh, it sounds like he'll be all right. Um, sending the best to him too. Bruce Boudreaux has reappeared as an NHL network analyst. NRD, what'd you think of Gabby in the, uh, in the, in the booth? I mean, Bruce, Bruce, there he is. There he is. There's Bruce. There he is. He's, he's on the NHL network now. Uh, stars fan got his face rocked last night. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, deserved. Well-deserved. I mean, well-deserved for dropping a slur. I sure did. But dropped probably one of the worst words to drop and uh mm-hmm. he got dropped for it which is good I, it's texas justice texas good on you ju- down there I, I, <laughs> exactly and finally a scumbag tampa fan beat up uh in the same kind of stands fights thing victor the rat in florida you see that video going around yeah it's this is a weird one to me i mean i got a minute or two here i just want to set the stage for this mm-hmm. so the team says it's not staged it was weird. It was like weirdly like but the like, guys trying to trying to make it a fight, but pulling but, the jersey over him. But it was too aggressive. Yeah, it was too aggressive. First of all, the rat threw the jersey, threw his jersey first. So the rat started it. The Chuck E. <laughs> Cheese started that whole fracas. And I'll tell you this: if you watch that video again, the mascot's handler is standing there watching. So weird. <laughs> so if it's, it's like if it's not staged, I think the issues go well beyond just a drunk guy beating up your mascot. <laughs> exactly please don't beat up mascots like please. if anybody's listening has ever been to like disney world as a kid and you know like the mickey's gotta go you know behind the trees for a minute they're like okay mickey's gotta go we'll see and how like there was none of that the handle is just standing there watching this occur so watching if, the whole thing yeah. if if for some reason it is a uh is not a stage thing then then they got some issues on their hands in florida <laughs> maybe victory it's rad t- is not very uh well liked Tough look for Victor E. Rat in in your home arena. I mean, it's just like, come on, man. Somebody jump in and help the rat out. Anyway, that's going to do it for us on Cold Stove Pod today. NRD, before we get out of here, anything else you want to drop? Uh, no, I'm not leaving Twitter. Big one today. I'd say keep the eyes on the uh, team of Meyer Smoke, New Jersey, Carolina. I think some other teams will jump into the mix. and we'll, Maybe we'll do two next week. We'll see. I gotta I like talk that. it over we, with you, but uh, we gotta we'll we gotta talk it over. It's, I, I don't like, I don't hate that idea. Um, follow us on Cold Stove at Cold Stove Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us in the DMs. Hit us in the in the mentions. You name it. I am Brett Merriman at Schmerriman on both of those platforms. That's NRD at NHL Rumors Daily. We are Cold Stove Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Trade deadline coming up. Peace.